0: As you guys know, my name is Cynthia. I run a non for profit for youth called Heavenly Saint Youth, where I expose kids to different. And so, this young man that's sitting next to me, his name is Kevin. Kevin is awesome. We share the same vision, and I wanted Kevin to come on because what Kevin does with his youth is something totally different. So, I'm not gonna take over because you guys know who I am. I'll give you a, more, a better introduction at the end. So, Kevin, we're going to let Kevin talk. Kevin, tell us who you are.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Kevin. I am Do uh, you just want me to start from the beginning? Sure. Oh, wow. oh, all right. Well, I grew up in northwest Ohio in a small town called Sylvania just outside of Toledo. And uh, I think that um, I experienced my calling into I don't want to say youth ministry, but I remember uh, I got a fishing pole for Christmas, or not Christmas, but a birthday when I was like six or seven years old, and I was outside, and I was like casting the fishing pole in the yard, and I looked up at the sky, and it was like a blue sky, sunny day, and I just had this like sense that there was something up there, and it was like, (laughs) I don't know, it just was a peaceful, calming feeling, and that was before I knew anything about theology or anything. And then I remember uh, going to, my parents used to always take me to CCD. We grew up in the Catholic Church, and we weren't serious churchgoers, but I just remember going to um Uh, CCD on Wednesday which is kind of like the Catholic version of Sunday school and uh, hear the stories about Jesus and I was always intrigued and I always kind of thought about Jesus walking on water and calming the storm the same way that um, the math teacher would talk about math and it wasn't until I was in the 6th grade um, standing on the wall, kind of playing dodgeball, waiting for our parents to pick us up from CCD, and um, some of my buddies were talking about something that had happened, and I'm like, "Well, Jesus walked on water," and they all looked at me like that, and I was like, "Ooh, I said something different." And that was like <laughs> the first time that I thought that um, that I realized that the stories that we tell in church are different than the stories that a math not stories but different than a math teacher and that you had to kind of have faith in that um, and uh kind of put that on hold and uh fast forward until high school and um always never like going to church like i would always right. act like i would yeah, yeah yeah i would always act like well i mean it was i don't want to say boring but <laughs> i i'm bored everywhere unless i'm outside riding a dirt bike when i was a kid uh but uh I remember. Uh, what was I gonna say? Where was I? Oh, high school. I remember um, getting to high school, and I was kind of a, a homebody. I had lots of friends at school, but I, I was kind of friends with everybody, not really good friends with anyone. <laughs> and um, I remember uh, a friend named Eric Haley asked me to go to Young Life, and um, I had heard about Young Life, and I knew. Wait, no- what year was this? This was when I was a junior in high school.
0: Wow! So young life, young life has been around that long?
1: Oh yeah, young life oh, wow. has been around since I think the late '40s wow. or early '50s, and it started in a small town in Texas. And so, he, wow. yeah. and so you you merged it here? No no, 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 no! It's all over the world.
0: Oh, I didn't
1: know that. Yeah, but he invited me to Young Life, and this is the fascinating thing. Like, I don't know when I was a high school kid, you'd walk down the hallway and you'd always be kind of looking at people and. I don't know what everybody else is like, but I would always be comparing myself to people and being like, Where do I fit? Am I like more popular than that person or less popular <laughs> than that person like am i uh, and um but young life was a place where it was the first time in my life I experienced zero uh social Uh, structure and everybody was equal and it was like the cool kids were hanging out with the quiet kids and the smart kids were hanging out with the people that went and smoked on the underneath the bridge in front of our school and it was like everybody was just together and it was awesome to me and then um, my leader invited me to a weekend camp and that was when they were telling the same stories about Jesus walking on water, and I remembered hearing about those when I was a kid, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Like this is the same thing as church." And um, I didn't really do anything about with it. And then when I was in um, uh, late in high school, transitioning into college, like that was when my parents got a divorce, and it was a really I didn't realize it then, but it was a really bad time in my life. Okay,
0: so oh, with, yeah. that, with that being said, Kevin, you say uh, Young Life started back in the 40s. And so how I met Kevin, um, I had put a post on Facebook, and Kevin reached out. And so um, I'm sure Kevin did his research on me. And so Kevin invited me out to, um, what was our first encounter? Uh,
1: I think that you came to the church when we yeah. you had Young Life Club. Uh,
0: so my son at the time was in eighth grade, and uh, after me reading about... Um, Young Life. So Young Life right now is in Oak Park, right? Yeah. So it's in Oak Park. And so uh, Kevin invited me out. And so at the time, my son was like, oh, it was during COVID a little bit after COVID. He's like, oh, I don't have any friends, da 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 So when Kevin invited me out, so we go, and all of these kids are from Oak Park River Forest, and my son is eighth grade. And when I tell you guys, and so my son real laid back like me, and when I tell you guys my son had a ball, the fact that it was a diverse community, Spoke values to me and everybody treated him as He was equal and so they had all these um, team building games They was playing in the church and you know and, and Kevin was giving them the gospel and then at the end I was so impressed because they had
1: uh, Matthew right yeah, pastor Matthew pastor Matthew free church. How old is he? Oh, shoot? I don't know. I'll
0: say he's about he's two, younger than 25. me
1: He's a cool kid still. And
0: he um, rendered the word. word. So all these kids, and and guess what? The kids want to, now I'm not going to call them kids. The teenagers want to be there. And so it's funny because I made another post the other day. So that was the last time I seen Kevin. And then my son, he now is in high school, and so he's doing his own thing. And so I made another post, that Kevin reached out. He was like, hey, Cynthia, come to the Young Life training, right? Yeah. Training. And so I'm like, okay, go to Kevin's house. And he opened the door, and guess what, guys? They were having Bible class. <laughs> I was like, what? And it's funny that you just made mention of um, when you fished. When you, so the lesson was when Jesus um, stepped on the boat. What scripture was that?
1: Oh, yeah, that's Luke 5.
0: Luke 5. And they were talking, and um, and so it was, it was real cool. So they was reading. It was some teenagers there. I mean, it, it was so cool because, honestly, I don't think I've been to Bible class in probably the last... Four years, so I really enjoyed that. So, again, I'm thinking I'm going in for training, and then here we are engaging in a Bible class, it was so cool. Um, and so, what Kevin does is what I'm, I called you the CEO, I'm sorry, I called Area him the CEO, Area
1: Director, Area
0: Director of Young Life. And t- Kevin, tell us what, what Young Life is and your mission.
1: Yeah, our mission is to introduce kids to Jesus and help them grow in our faith. But if you know Oak Park and River Forest, Oak Park is a really progressive town, and I learned that not all parents in Oak Park want their kid to be involved in a religious youth group and so kind of we, really? of, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I, I have kids now, and I, I'm not so sure I would want people from other religions engaging my kids. <laughs> and so, as like the Christian guy, I respect that. And so, we try to create space where kids um, are encouraged to embrace their family heritage, and uh, we tell historical narratives about Jesus, and we try not to get into like the weeds of uh, of the when you see churches in lots of different churches, we try not to get into what divides churches. We try to just tell stories about Jesus and draw inspiration from, uh, like, Jesus walking on water. I mean, to me, just falling asleep at night thinking that, wow, some man in history could walk on water. And, there, I mean, there's not a lot of theology there, but just the thought of... A man, God, man walking on water opens up your mind, and for some reason, it helps you to fall asleep, and helps God to like have communion in our spirits and in our hearts. Helps us to grow. There's a lot more to to that, but that's just the beginning. Like,
0: <clears throat> and you know, I like the know? fact that you guys um, they created space. Like, for instance, we you, you invited us to. Um, they took the kids bowling, and um, I mean, it, it was just so cool, and, and I'm still amazed at the fact that you guys um, are teaching the kids about, I wouldn't say Christianity, i will say Jesus. And so I don't know many organizations that do that, and so to have my son in that space, in a diverse uh, community, was like heaven sent. And so um, I'm so grateful, Kevin, for you uh, uh, consistently reaching out to me. And um, it's funny, because after the uh, meeting was over with, and I'm like, okay, see you, Kevin, see you guys later. He goes, Cynthia, we need your help. And I'm like... (laughs) What what do you need, Kevin? So I appreciate you.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you you
0: guys extending the envelope. Um, I'm excited about it. And have you guys got any... um, I've been sending... um, Emails to some of my friends. Yeah, and
1: associates. I was like, what am I getting all these letters of recommendation for? I appreciate y'all. It, you have app- <laughs> that application, was for the students to send letters <laughs> of recommendation.
0: I'm sorry, I didn't know that. You didn't need a
1: letter of recommendation because I already know you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: I'm excited. And so, um, when does it officially start? Is it next year? Or you guys, I mean, you guys are operating now.
1: Yeah, okay. I mean, Thursday night we're uh, having another leadership training, and basically we're Uh, How we work is we kind of like get our student leaders and um, we see we don't how do I say it like I guess like Christians talk about discipleship and that they they use the term disciple I think that we're trying to um, translate like christian terms into what kids are used to hearing at school and so we say we mentor kids by supporting and encouraging the positive interest in their life and it's kind of back to that story about jesus and the he like saw peter and he asked peter to step in the boat and peter was having a bad night fishing and jesus uh supported and encouraged peter's positive interest in fishing by saying hey come on out to the deeper water and um peter went was like oh my gosh I haven't caught anything all night but because you said so I'll try it and he caught all these fish and then he like realized that he was in the midst of a miracle and he fell to his knees and he talked about all the ways that his he was told he wasn't good enough and that his life felt short and so our hope is that like we, we we bring adults into the lives of kids and we tell adults just keep it simple try to learn kids names and try to support and encourage the positive interests in their life I love and that. that's like the beginning of the mustard seed that Jesus talked about he said that the the, the kingdom of heaven uh, is like a mustard seed and when it's planted into our hearts it grows and it, it just grows into the biggest tree in the garden so big that the birds nest in it and that you can find shade underneath it
0: so you may mention that um, you have a youth meeting Thursday so what um what are the expectations of a youth leader and tell us what a youth leader is
1: and Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Because our youth are trying to figure that out themselves. (laughs) Uh, It's imperfect, believe me. But I love our kids, and I mean, basically, it's just the core group of kids, and it's kids that are interested in wanting to learn more about Jesus themselves. But more importantly, they want to love and serve their high school, and they want to try to create a culture where. You can walk up to anybody and be friends immediately. And we're trying to break down all the barriers in the high school that are dividing kids, so that the there are no cool kids anymore and there are no loners anymore. That all kids uh, now I'm gonna start crying. And those kids show
0: up. I mean, how many kids um, on a if all kids are active? How many kids do you guys? um, uh, How many kids congregate in one setting?
1: Yeah, we try to use the Jesus model, and we try to start with three to five solid um, kids that we know really well that have a vision for what we're doing and then we expand that out to a student leadership team of about 12 kids and um, we give them the vision for inviting their friends and we teach them how to use the Young Life Club. To um, What we do is we teach them to make friends with people that are kind of on the periphery of their experience. That's awesome. The kids that, that like when you're in high school you usually the second or third by the second or third day of the semester you're locked in to who you associate with I agree. and what we try to do is we empower kids to be like hey you're the people that has to take on the awkward and make friends with the people outside of your group and young life club is the space that they invite their friends into and we try to grow this community and by the end of the semester you have like this whole new group of kids that are all friends together that weren't friends at the beginning of the semester That's awesome. And Then the semester ends, and then the next semester starts, and we just start the thing all over.
0: Because I think both of you guys had over 50 kids, right?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because our vision before COVID was to um, grow club to over – 100 that was kind of the vision we gave kids wow and we did that for nine straight semesters and then COVID started and Like you could only have a certain amount of kids in the room right. And kids got used to the smaller group and kind of our last year's student leader team kind of they had the vision for like 30 40 kids and this year's student leader team kind of wanted more and um it's kind of interesting because last year's student leader team, two, well, here, let me say something. <laughs> three generations ago, the student leader team, it was it was the minority kids in the high school, primarily black kids, kind of rose up. And um, they wanted minority space because they felt like everything that they walked into in the high school, they kind of had to whitewash themselves is what they said. Wow. And um Here's, as a white man from Ohio, this is kind of the big lesson I learned. You can find um, my um, close friends, Nazareth and Nali A. Bryant, on TV playing football right now. And Nazareth, like, he explained to me one Wait, day Wait, TV
0: has an NFL TV?
1: They're both in college. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Um, and um, I was going to get some free tickets. Yeah. They'll, hopefully they'll be in the NFL one day. But Nazareth, he said to me one day, when I realized that. Suddenly, I was the only white person in the room. Wow! I said, Naz, how come all the black kids come to Young Life? And he's like, Kev, we like pizza. (laughs) And then everybody started laughing. (laughs) But then then it kind of quieted down because we were in a cabin at fall weekend about to fall asleep. And everybody quieted down after laughing. And then I hear this. And he comes up to me. He goes, Kev, you don't understand. What it's like to be a black person. Wow. Wherever we go, we feel like we're where we not supposed to be. And I and he goes, he goes, he goes. Black people come to Young Life because they know there's white people there that will love them. Wow. And I didn't really understand like what that meant, cause, but. Well, I, I don't know. It's just an amazing thing that he taught That's me.
0: That's interesting. And there's some, tr- there's a lot of truth to that, Kevin.
1: Yeah. And, and like he you, you
0: hear me. Um, you hear me say um, the fact that it's diverse and everybody is treated equal. So I pretty much said that without saying it. So I can totally relate to that.
1: Yeah. And so I think that what he taught me, too, is like that what we try to do now is we try to keep – um. Young Life in Oak Park, you got to understand Young Life is all over and it's different in every community and it's kind of, uh, there's people doing what I do in communities all over Chicago. But in Oak Park, what we've done is we try to keep Young Life as um, a minority majority. Do you, does that make I sense? Totally. And how we do that is we never allow, uh, the majority in Oak Park is white kids obviously, it's 53% white. We never allow more than two white student leaders at any time. And we try to make sure that the minority is the majority. And that that usually what ends up happening is that when you look at kind of the snapshot of any club, that usually ends up being um, a snapshot of the demographic of the community. And that's important to us because what Nazareth taught me about the struggle of minority kids as a white person coming from Ohio, which was all white, I never understood what that was, but I'm starting to learn now. And that's kind of my heart and my passion. And so
0: Kevin, I also remember at the meeting you were saying that um, you guys do a retreat, right? Yeah. Is that like a Bible retreat?
1: Uh, well, it's as much Bible retreat. I mean, Young Life is geared to reach the furthest kid outside of the reach of the church. And so we're looking for kids that aren't interested in this stuff. (laughs) And so the message is geared towards the most uninterested kid. So if you've been going to church all your life, you're going to come to Young Life and you're going to be like, Whoa, (laughs) hey, this is, what are you, you're not teaching nothing. You're all watered down. But the reality is, is like Jesus, that's what they said about Jesus. Like, Jesus called Matthew, the tax collector. Matthew threw this big party. It said that there was a bunch of tax collectors and the sinners. And then the religious people in town said to Jesus, why are you hanging out with all these scum? And so that's kind of, I'm not that's that something. young. I would never call our kids scum. Of course not. Our kids, I fall in love with our kids. Yes, you do. But uh, they're awesome. And uh, I forgot what I was going to say. So.
0: No, I, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. Because I, like I said, I don't, you know, Majority of the uh, youth organizations that I know are predominantly african-american and none of what you're saying is what being It's what's being implemented in these programs for the most part on the west and south side everything is sports-driven And so that's why I go the route I go because again not every kid wants to play sports And so you have to expose the kids exposure Expands the brain to want to wanna take in other stuff And so I, I know that because growing up my mom made sure we had the exposure far beyond our reach. And that's why I'm able to do the things that I'm doing with the kids, because I, I get it. And like you said, um, being able to put them in a space like yours and, and my son, because that's definitely what I've always wanted my, for my son, uh, is the diversity and be able for him to be comfortably around other ethnicities. And so um, he went to North Central College Junior Senior Scholar Program in Naperville. And that's totally um, what they were doing then to uh put him with you guys it's like a brush of a breath of fresh air
1: yeah I um I'm I'm glad you said that I appreciate that it's always nice to hear that mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody likes what we're doing <laughs> I mean I know our kids like it I just sent them the flyer that you said and I said I, I sent them the flyer and I Posted way out of my comfort zone, and then <laughs> as I'm driving here, my phone is in my pocket, it's buzzing, and when I got here, I looked, and it was all the kids Aww. wishing me luck. They're That's like, Good awesome. hey, dog, you're gonna kill it."
0: And so, um, after this uh, is completed, Can TV, they'll edit it and uh, it'll go on YouTube, and of course, I'll send it to you. So, oh, you better edit they'll, this. They'll, <laughs> they'll definitely be uh, happy with. Your presentation, you did well, Kevin. You're a natural. Look at you. You're natural. I mean, I was sitting there and just watching you just talk about the Bible. I'm like, Kevin is 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 unique. And then the fact that one of the kids um, made mention that his freshman year. No, I'm going go to his. so the fact that Kevin goes to Oak Park River Forest for sports and things like that, so he's making himself a familiar face because like you said, you know, I, I wouldn't want my kid to go with you and I've never met you or he hasn't been exposed to you. So the fact that you're going into the high school, being a presence, going to the football games, showing up, you know, meeting kids where they at now he like like the guy says like, Yeah, I'm like, Who's that guy with the glasses? And so now the kids are comfortable because they see you and now all the other kids are going, you know, to what Kevin is you know, where Kevin is uh, going, and so now the kids, Uh, now they all trying to come and figure out what Kevin got going
1: on. Yeah, I say something about that, too. We definitely try to, we do what's called contact work, and we just go wherever kids are, but we're, we're really strategic about it, and we try to kind of get kids from all different pockets of the high school, and we try to choose our leaders so that they're spread out, so that our leaders are, like bringing all different types of kids and I think one of the things that makes what we're doing unique is that it's really important to me especially now that I'm a parent to only take like the spiritual religious Christian oriented message as deep as we have relationships with parents in the community and so when new kids come our message like reflects that because we don't want to be teaching kids stuff that parents might not want their kids to be learning. I like that. And so I believe that Jesus lives in the hearts of believers and that people can experience Jesus by the love that we have for each other. And so you don't really always have to use words. That's not to say that we don't use our words because when we get kids that we know, just like Jesus did, he took the kids that he knew the best and he explained the deep truths to. But when he was talking to people that he didn't know, he always talked in stories, and it was relatable to everybody. And it wasn't like he was given like a hardcore deep Christian theological message that you might hear from a a theological scholar on the radio or something.
0: Well, Kevin, our time is up. I really appreciate you coming in. Um, Hope the ride wasn't too bad for you. And, of course, thank my parents for my support system. My son is awesome, my son's brother, my cousins, and just everybody that supports me.